Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jameson. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jameson. The goals, it's, it's such a big part of what you're doing every single day, right? Because if you don't know where you're going, then you're running blind. So it's setting that big goal first, and that's that big vision. So 10 years from now, or even 20, whatever you want it to be, but it needs to be measurable and it needs to be big enough. So then when you reach it, you're not wishing you would have done more, right? So it's got to be something that's that's so massive that you need to be able to feel and live and breathe. And when I started doing that, then I started you know, finding people that could help align with that goal. And it's such an important thing because you can't get to where you want to go without surrounding yourself with the people that are already there or that are doing it. So that's kind of what helped me build my goals mm-hmm. was just seeing what other industries, what other successful people have done, um, and not even just in business with relationships and families too, um, and spirituality. So you want to see all that stuff to know where you're going to go first. And it's different for every person. Some people might be in a completely different boat 10 years from now than um, other people. So you want to just kind of tailor that to yourself and your personal beliefs and your, your family when did you start setting goals? And James, share with me a goal that you actually have achieved that, that you know, you had uh, written down. Yeah, I mean, the 10 year goal is still very out there and it's always changing. So every year or two, um, it's shifting. So it's either getting bigger or it's been uh, expanded a lot more on. Uh, but I'm never losing sight of that big 10 year goal because that's what I break down when we'll talk about is, the five year, three year, one year and 90 days Mm -hmm. um, for reaching that big goal. So you're constantly making that fluid, Mm -hmm. which is gonna trickle down into what you're doing day to day. So there's always been goals that I set too low early on, you know, when I was teenager, early 20s, um, even early 30s. And I realized I just wasn't dreaming big enough Mm -hmm. and creating that big vision. So it's something that you always have to be revising and changing and updating as you're going along. What is the 10-year goal that you currently have, if you don't mind sharing it publicly? Yeah, so there's there's a couple different things. So it's um, professional-wise, like in my business, what's that look like? And it's going to be an X amount of sales revenue, which we're probably going to hit even closer to than 10 years. And then it's also having five locations, which we're hoping to have more than that in, in 10 years. But it's it's taking what you're currently doing and then kind of multiplying it out as well. For that, for personally, you know, it's impacting millions of lives with either me personally or consulting or speaking, however I can just impact people. And financially, it's creating passive income where it allows me to, you know, reach all those other goals too, but creating it through real estate and investments and everything else, that's that's going to help me to impact all those lives. So they all kind of tie into each other, um, but they are separate types of goals. So then how do you put this into action? Uh, where, 
having this conversation live. And by the way, you guys can drop a comment and uh, we'll get to your questions. Uh, I told you guys we're going to start this on YouTube and then eventually get on other platforms. So get a little wild tonight. We're on LinkedIn and hopefully we're on LinkedIn. And then um, next week, maybe we'll add a little Facebook action, Twitter. So we'll, we'll keep this going, but you guys can let us know uh, comments that you have. So we're on talking on this on Monday night, James, Tuesday morning, Tuesday afternoon, Tuesday evening. How does this correlate into your actual life tomorrow? Yeah, it's a great question. So no matter what, you're always re-engineering it or reverse engineering it, right? Mm -hmm. So you easily can break it into from your tenure to your five year by just dividing by half. Mm -hmm. um, and you're going to break it down all the way to one year. And if you know what's going to be need to be done to keep on track for that big 10 year goal, if what you're doing day to day is not getting you towards that goal, then you probably shouldn't be doing it. So is it going out, you know, with friends to the bars? Is it watching too many movies or TV when you could be, you know, working on your family life or professional development or whatever it is. So I always have that in the back of my head. So stuff tonight and tomorrow morning is what I'm doing with every moment of my time, getting me closer to those goals, or is it pushing me back or holding me back? So that's just something that's, that I always have in front of me is, is this task, is this duty, is this conversation, is it building assets or is it creating a liability? Wow. We had a comment come in. Kyle said he tried to check us on LinkedIn and forgot his password. So I think that was really convicting, James, because I can catch myself scrolling on YouTube or Instagram or things like that. And it's just vanity because it's not going to influence that five-year goal, that 10-year goal, or even this year. It's just, it's just wasted time. Yeah. And it's, it's, I mean, it's, you, you grow into it, right? So we're in such a tech age now where everybody's on social media, but what would happen if you took that one to two hours of social media and read books with it? How much more could you learn and grow in your business and personal life? Or what if you went to the gym for an hour? And I, was, I wasn't going to say it, James. I wasn't no. going to say it, man. Uh, these guys tell me I don't have time. I don't have time, Paul. I don't have time. Like I, I can't miss, I, I, I spent at least 30 minutes at the gym, six days a week. It's like, I can't miss it. It's just like my favorite part of the day. Exactly. And that's, and it's still building yourself, right? So that should still be in your personal goals is to be in the best shape because if you have that big 10 year financial goal or professional goal, but your health's in bad shape, I mean, then it's all worthless, right? So you want to be able to have a good life when you reach those goals too. And I think health's one of the biggest things. Um, but yeah, it's, it's weighing the difference because we all have the same amount of time in a day, same amount of days in a year, but what's going to make one person want it more than others. So that's always what is also in the back of my mind too, is who's out there working harder than me right now? Like, is there anybody working harder than me at 11, 12, one in the morning or 5 AM to work out or 8 PM to work out, or just to do some extra, uh, building of my personality and my personal self mm -hmm. when others are on social media. So that kind of motivates me as well is seeing what I could be doing that the masses aren't. That's good. Uh, we're getting a message here from uh, StreamYard, what we're using, and they're saying we're having an issue with LinkedIn. So I don't know. It was my first time trying to go live on LinkedIn, but we're, we're successfully on YouTube. 
I believe you guys can let me know in the comments. And of course, on the uh, major podcast platforms, guys, the show's really getting a lot of traction. So thanks to everyone out there in podcast land uh, for tuning in. I love goal setting, James. I'm, I'm really excited. You kind of sent me your syllabus and I saw goal setting. I'm like this, I, I'm excited to pick your brain because um, iron sharpens iron. And so uh, you're saying make a goal 10 years, cut it in half, five years, and then how do you kind of bring that down to the two and one year plan? Sure. So I used to go to three years because it's, you know, it's kind of half of, of five. So I go a three year goal and then a one year, which is measurable. So once I know at least what the one year is, and it doesn't have to be, you know, exactly one tenth of what your 10 year goal is, because the 10 year goal could be you want to have a billion dollar company. It doesn't mean it's one billion or 10 billion. Right. So it could be whatever you want. Mm-hmm. But when you get it down to the, the one year, you need to start making it really measurable. We need to hit this in sales. We need to have this many team members in each division. We're going to start this many new crews. And then what I do is I break it down into quarters, right? So it's okay. a lot more measurable. So then each quarter we know month by month, if we're off target from a goal or if there's, we've already exceeded it, then our goals are too low. Mm. But at least that allows us to use the first two months as a benchmark of what needs to be done the third month. Like we need to hit sales even harder this third month of this quarter because we're a little bit short. Or what else can we do to to beef up this this production or lifestyle, whatever it is that goal is. Um, so it, it just trickles down from that big vision no matter what. You're always looking at what you can do right now that's going to c- take you to that that end game or that end goal of yours and just being able to, to visually see it. So if it's in front of you every day, you're not going to forget it. You know what the big goal is, you know what the, the one quarter goal is, and you're constantly striving to reach and exceed that. That's so, so I recommend putting it everywhere, like put it on your mirror in your bathroom, put it on your fridge, put it on your phone. I do Google calendars mm-hmm. and I'll update it with just, it'll pop up randomly throughout the month of here's the big 10 year goal like just so it's always in the back of my head. Wow. That's really good, James. Uh, shout out to Kyle Blesson from New York watching in the YouTube comments. Thanks for joining the program. You guys can drop a question for James uh, and myself. The topic tonight is goal setting. You kind of alluded to it a little bit there, James, but how do you uh, write these down? And then how do you um, track them, especially like with your team and where there's other people involved with the, the, the uh, sales in your business? How are you kind of measuring this and and staying on track with your goals? Yeah, great question. I mean, it all comes for business-wise or professional goals. It always comes down to knowing your numbers, right? Mm -hmm. So what's our sales for last month? What's our sales month to date? Um, So it's pulling those P&L reports from whatever bookkeeping software you're using. Mm -hmm. And I like doing month over month and also previous period so I can see what it was 2021, 2020 and just see if we're in line for that growth year over year. So it's a it's your KPIs, whatever those might be, if it's number of stops in a day for fertilizing or irrigation or money brought in generated by each division or each technician or each crew. But then as a whole, it's okay, what did this, what did we as a company do in sales or what is on the books for new estimates, new leads? So there's so many KPIs of what, uh, reaching those goals could look like whether, you know, it could just be phone calls in a day because then, you know, your advertising's working. If you're getting a hundred phone calls a day, you know, you're going to get sales from that. 
it's just going into the funnel. Um, so it's, it's, it's a kind of a combination of everything, but it's all based on data, like the data of your business, the data of your books, the data of your KPIs and production. Cool. In the comments, we got Phil's lawn care. What's up, man? I uh, love, he, he's the uh, sidewalk specialist, man. He cleans up those overgrown sidewalks and posts those viral videos on YouTube. Good to see you, Phil. I got to get you on the program here soon. Um, when you say you put it on your mirror, you put it in Google Calendar, like it sounds like you have it, have these goals written down in various places. Like, can you walk me through like how, how you do that on your end? Sure. I mean, with the mirror, it's easy or my window outside of my office. I mean, it's just a dry erase mark. Oh, okay. So I will have X, 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 X by this date, or we will be, um, this size company by this date, we will have this many millionaires working in our organization by this date. So that's a cool goal, man. That's a Um, cool goal, James. So you you have the vision to have millionaires produced through your ecosystem. Correct. That's great. Yeah, and that's because once you get to those goals, I mean, if you have a family, great, you can take them along and they can um, enjoy that experience with you. But it's not fun if you have a jet and you're only pl- flying it by yourself. Right. So you want to mm-hmm. create that ecosystem of winners that you're elevating and, and aligning all of your goals so that the company goals are met. And in that same in that same system that they're getting pulled up with you, too. Mm. So I got to get a dry erase. My, my Sharpie ain't going to cut it. I got to get a dry erase marker and write that on, in my bathroom, I got a mirror. So I could just write with it. I didn't even think about that, a dry erase marker. And then I can erase it with like Windex or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's a great yeah. idea. And, and you could always add to it, edit it, you know, that way you're seeing it every single day, morning and night. That is so good. Now I do have a vision board and uh, this, this thing is full. Um, I got thumb, thumb pin tacks. I don't know the name of them and like a felt vision board. And I have all my goals written on there. It's in my bedroom. And, uh, I love that thing. Cause I, I have some pictures that represent the goals, some words. And, uh, you know, that subconsciously I'm looking at that every single day. Yeah. And, and even with the stuff on your vision board, and that's still really important too, but, um, do you have cars or planes or boats on there? You said, um, let me look. I ha- so I have, um, well, I, I, I share with you some of the stuff I have. Um, one of my favorite broadcasters and he passed away last year. Um, Rush Limbaugh is down in um, Palm beach. Mm-hmm. He has a, a, a mansion in Palm beach, which is big money in Palm beach, but he actually had his studios in his home. And so every day he had the largest radio show in the world, but he did it in his home. He didn't, he didn't go to like some office or whatever. It's in his mansion on the beach. And so I have his literal house. It's his exact house in Palm Beach. Um, and so I have that on my vision board. Not that I want to live in that specific property, but that, you know, I, w- I want the Green Industry podcast uh, one day to, you know, h- how cool would that to be to be broadcasting like, you know, on a beachfront property or whatever. So that's an example of a, of a, ho- a home I have that represents my dream. I also have... Um, uh, Jake, not Jake Paul, Logan Paul's studio, uh, down in Puerto Rico. Um, he re- recently had Gary V on there and I took a screenshot, laminated it, printed it out. Cause he has a really cool studio that he built in, I believe it's his house in Puerto Rico. So anyway, those are a couple of my goals. And then I have, um, some families that I just really respect husband and wife married. Uh, one guy's got six kids, him and his wife have six kids. 
healthy marriage, happy family. And so I have a picture of them um, because, you know, one day I'd like to have, you know, a wife and multiple children and things like that. So each picture kind of represents something like that. But um, I don't have a, I don't have a private jet. I don't like flying. So honestly, I, (laughs) I, I, I do not like airplanes. I don't like flying. I'd rather drive. So I, to me, uh, a, a billionaire could tell me tomorrow, Hey, I got you a private jet. And I'm like, give it to someone else. You know what I mean? I just, I don't like flying. I, 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 I like being on the ground. Sure. So. <laughs> so with all those, all the things you have on the vision board, I think a big and important thing that everybody needs to understand is, okay, you have that house, right? Or you have that car or you have that airplane, but until you actually experience it. So you need to get out there mm-hmm. and sit in that Lamborghini or mm-hmm. fly on a private jet or be in that studio just so you can feel what it's like, mm. right? You need to smell it. You need to soak it all in visually. You need to feel it. And that subconsciously will help build your goal towards like reaching that. But if you just have something on the vision board that you've never seen before, you don't know what it's like. So surrounding yourself with people that might have that mm-hmm. or, that you can go in and even do an open house. Like that would have been cool to do in, in Russia's house when it went on the market, like just fly down there, drive down there, walk through it, see it and be like, I will have something like this. That's cool. So I yeah. think it's very important too, just to feel that. Yeah. That now feeling. I have, I have a silver play button on my, my vision board and I, I have friends that have gold play buttons and silver, but I have one friend, he was the number one YouTuber in the world in 2013, 14, he had 13 billion views and um, he has multiple gold plays, multiple silver plays, and they're just sitting in his closet. And uh, I got to go to his home and uh, I got to touch the gold play button, which you get for a million subscribers and the silver play. I mean, he had multiple of them. This guy is one of the top YouTubers. Um, I was just looking the other day, Mr. Beast. I don't know if you know him. Yeah. He has like 14 billion views. My friend had 13 billion. Like his was back in the day. He's retired and wealthy and living the dream, man. Off the radar a little bit. But I did when I, when I held his gold play button and I held his silver play button, it was like, okay. You feel it. Yeah, I felt it. Inside of you. I, I can see it. Are you a skilled technician, but have troubles running your business? Are you searching for solutions to make your business operate more smoothly while being more profitable? My name is John Pajak, and I'm a business owner and a certified financial coach for the green industry. Paul Jamison and I realized through our individual consulting practices, the struggles many owner and operators experience while they build their business. We decided to partner up and create an in-depth program that'll help you avoid the common pitfalls you're gonna encounter. The Technical Guide to Operating a Successful Lawn Care Business is an invaluable resource that guides you through the common pitfalls businesses experience. It's available now at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. Again, order it today at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. Your mower blades are sharp, the whippersnipper is ready to rock, and you're all set to cut that grass and make that cash. Hi, it's Mr. Producer. I know you're ready to rock and roll, but have you thought about how to maximize your time on the mower once the podcasts are done for the day and you have hours of work still ahead? Let me recommend audiobooks from Audible. Paul has three titles that you can listen to, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, Best Business Practices for Landscapers, and the brand new 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care, which he so kindly allowed me to narrate. 
These audiobooks are a great way to make the most of your time and help you grow your business. I'll put links down in the podcast description. Now, how, let me ask you this, because I, I, I listen to a lot of these personal development guys, and I heard one guy say the other day, it's good to have it like way out there, the big goal that seems, if you tell someone you're afraid they're going to laugh at you, and th- that's good, but it's also good to have it where it's like, you could actually see the light there in the tunnel, you can actually accomplish it. So how, how do you gauge the the um predicament there am i am i making sense or yeah no you are um i think it's a combination of two things i mean a if it's financial or business related there's proper ways to forecast your business based off the growth so you take the last top months of last year and that's your benchmark for this year so if you did fifty thousand was your top month in 2021, you need to be striving for at least 50,000 this year, every single month. So there's, there are certain things like that, that you can put into place um, and then forecast it out year after year. And if there's 10 to 50% growth or whatever that is, you can kind of plan it that way, but it's also limiting yourself thinking that you're only going to grow 10% or 15% when you need to start coming up with how do I grow a hundred percent? Mm-hmm. And then that's when you start thinking of different ways to do it. Okay. You might not be able to do it all internally with the people you have now, but could you buy a business? Yeah. That would easily double your business in one year. Okay. Could you double it again, 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 or merge with other companies? So there's, or create partnerships. So when you start creating the big, big vision, you subconsciously will start finding different ways to achieve it. So I, you have to have a balance of both. But you don't want to say, I want to do a, you know, a hundred million dollars this year. If last year you only did two, does that make sense? So you have to still, it has to be reachable, but when you shoot for those big goals, then you start realizing there's other avenues that you haven't thought about yet that you can implement into business and life and uh, personal development. Yeah, that's good. Kyle up in New York asked James, uh, here, let me, let me do this. Uh, how about that? Perfect. Thank you. See, I told you guys I get. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get better at this quarterbacking thing. So there you go. I'll let you read the question. Yeah. When do you suggest you edit goals if something happens that is a major setback? You know, if if there's a major setback, I don't really edit them. I just adjust where it's going. Right. So let's say you get in a car accident or you're you know, you break a leg and you can't go out and physically do it. You can still adjust a little bit and say, okay, this two months, I wasn't able to perform as much, or I wasn't able to work out. But if you still know what you need to do in the long run, that short setback is, is just a blip on your, your lifelong, um, like calendar radar, right? It's Mm -hmm. so small that it shouldn't affect you at, at all. You need to look past that. Okay. And even in some of those tough times, you have to be able to pivot. So how many people pivoted in 2020 when everybody got shut down? Restaurants did by offering food to go, right? Mm -hmm. Or liquor to go. Like whoever pivots first during those setbacks or finds a new avenue, they're the ones that are real winners. And that's what a true entrepreneur is. You find those stressful or those difficult situations, those hurdles, and you need to look the other way. Like what else can I be doing instead? If this is really tough, there's got to be something else. What's been so you, some adjustments and pivots, James, that you've personally made with your goals and everything you've been building? You know, there's, 
I feel like we're, we're pivoting all the time because supply chain issues, right? Mm-hmm. You have to figure out what to do. So are you going to buy everything in bulk in the beginning of the year? Or are you going to suffer through those price increases month after month, year after year um, for what people are going through right now? And even if it's, you know, it's, it's something where you just have to, you're finding it out as you go. Um, I can't really think of any off the top of my head, except vehicle shortages right now. I mean, you, we ordered vehicles last February, we got one. Wow. Uh, so we had to find different avenues. So we went different markets, different places, instead of just accepting the fact that we couldn't get a new vehicle beginning of last year. And then certain things happened where, um, just an instance last Friday, last Thursday, another company had bought two brand new vehicles and they no longer are in business. So our rep that deals with all of our fleet vehicles reached out to me and I told him, I said, let me know as soon as anything comes in, even though it's not ours, I'll pay more. And he called me, he said, there's these two vehicles. Do you want them? I said, yes. So everything happens if you just put in that effort to um, not accept no for an answer or not accept that the hurdle is blocking you from where you want to go. Yeah. And that brings up another point I want to touch on and that's relationships. So how has, how important have relationships and connections and, and connecting with the right people been in opening up these opportunities and doors for you to, to reach your goals? Oh, relationships are by far the best thing that you need to focus on because you need to surround yourself with winners, with people that are going places, with people that can help you out and are true friends and mentors than people that are dragging you down. And just being around those people, A, you learn something new. They can help you in situations that you've never been in, but they might have, or they might know somebody that has. Um, And it's also just, I mean, they're helping building the vision too, right? So you wanna always surround yourself with people that are already where you're at or where you want to go. So and if you're not yet, then you need to find those people and figure out a way to be in their, in their environment, in their bubble. So no matter what it is you're going for, you have to seek out those people. That's so good. If you guys have any questions for James, um, as we land the plane here, no pun intended, um, go ahead and let me know in uh, the comments. How, uh, if you, if you recognize somebody who is, is further ahead than you, I know Rush Limbaugh, you know, passed away, so I can't, you know, he's, I don't have that opportunity, but, um, let's say he was, or we'll use Logan Paul for an example. Not, I, I'm not a Logan Paul. I just like a studio. Okay. But h- how do I, how, what's your advice to when there's somebody who's further ahead of you in, an, in a certain area of life, um, what's that way to get into that ecosystem to make those relationships to, to, to make it a win-win um, for these folks? Yeah, it's a great question. I, I don't think that there's anything that you should never be asking for something, right? It's got to be genuine. So with everybody that I've surrounded myself with, it's genuine people, it's friendships, it's connections, it's being that person for them, um, for the people like Logan Paul or a Rush Limbaugh similarity. I mean, what else could you do to, to just help them provide, provide value to them? Maybe they just need an intern for, you know, a couple of weeks or whatever it might be, mm-hmm. but you're just trying to give, 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 give where in that instance, you can soak up as much as you can by being around them. But for me, what it was is, is just constantly networking. I mean, everywhere I go, everywhere I go to dinner, is it, 
of restaurant that those winners are going to eat at, or is it a Taco Bell? Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm always surrounding myself with people that I want to learn from. I want to be around and you'll find friends in that you'll find some fake people, some people that are not so good to hang out hang out with or be around, but you have to learn that. How, how do you decipher people. the, the winners and, and the quality people with the, you use the word fake with, with those kind of folks. How, how do you have that discernment to know this person's bad, this person's good? Yeah, it's, I think it's more of just how are they as a human being? If they're rude to just as an example, the wait staff or anything like I, I probably don't want to even talk or introduce myself to them. Wow. Um, or if they treat, you know, the opposite sex poorly or like all that stuff, it just goes back to your values. Would you want to be associated with somebody that doesn't have good values or brings your values down? And it doesn't matter what level they are. They could be, you know, a multimillionaire or billionaire. But if they don't have good values, then you probably don't want to be around them anyways. So it's just through that, those conversations that you'll find that out. Um, but majority of people that I've met and that I still surround myself with, they're all really good people. They would do anything to help each other out and they want to, you know, better themselves and help others along the way. How do you then um, deal with people that maybe were in your, your main circle in the past and you're trying to go to the next level, you're winning, you're succeeding, you're promote, getting promoted in uh, favor next level and these folks are living raggedy and they're just kind of you can tell they're not they're not going to put in the work and the um, character to get to where you know you're advancing to how do you slowly distance yourself and, and you know show respect and I don't know if I'm wording this question the right way but there, there's people lingering and hanging on that that you know are, tr are, are like weights and they're pulling you back how do you, have you ever gone through those situations and how do you navigate that? Oh yeah. I mean, there's, there's friends you have from high school or college or whatever communities and you just have to make the decision. Like, is this building me up or helping me get to the goal or is it not? And if they want to change and if they want to surround themselves with you now, like what are they going to do to follow you along the way or to elevate themselves as well? Because if they're constantly a downer, if they're a liability or they're, they're always negative, like all that stuff comes back into your mindset. So if you're seeing that you're falling back into those, those roots or the negativity or the, I can't do this, like all of that stuff needs to be cut out from you personally. Mm -hmm. And once you make that decision that I'm only going to be hanging around winners, I'm only going to be positive. I'm only going to be, you know, bettering myself and going the extra mile. They kind of just fall off on their own because they see you start to do those steps and those, and those milestones and you just don't have time for it anymore. Like, no, I, I'm not going to go to the neighborhood bar on a Wednesday night to watch, you know, sports. <laughs> yeah. Like there's stuff going on. I've got stuff to plan. I've got, I'd rather go to the gym at 8 PM or 9 PM on a Wednesday night than yeah. take myself back down to, you know, where all those people are just are, I'm not going to say negative, but they're just wallowing or drinking their sorrows away and they're complaining. Um, so you just kind of pull yourself out. And like I said, the good people that have been with you or want to go with you or doing great things, they'll stick with you and they see, and they encourage you, but the people that don't encourage you or don't support you or trying to tear you down or, or say, why are you working so much? Or why can't you just be satisfied? You, do you really want to hang out with those people anyways, if they're not building you up? Yeah, that's, that's so good. 
Well, guys, I know uh, James has a, a lot going on with his schedule. I really appreciate you joining the show. Um, is there anything I'm leaving out? I know uh, goal setting, and I already got an assignment to get a dry erase marker, um, and, and I'm going to get that on my mirror. I already got my vision board. So is there anything I'm leaving out that, that you want to share with those listening right now um, of how we can achieve our goals? Yeah, I think it's no matter what, I mean, no matter who's holding you back, like like what this uh, blessing property maintenance is saying too, if it's family or friends, it doesn't matter. Like you have your own goal for you, your family, your kids, whatever it is. If you are getting it pushed back from family, from friends, from co, like that shouldn't even be in your mind. You need to just focus on what you're doing. And if you're constantly doing the right thing and elevating yourself, that's all that matters. If you give it your best and don't worry about the negativity, then you know you're going to be succeeding in life. And one thing that I did early on, too, is I just limited myself with my my goals. I mean, I was content and you never want to be plateau or content. And even when you think you're making enough money or your family is OK, you can't help a lot of other people if you're not making a lot of money. So how much would you rather give back to your community? Because giving a thousand dollar check to your school or community or whatever it is, your your organization um, doesn't feel as good as writing a million dollar check. So you can help more people by increasing those goals as well. And I think that's very important is as we grow, we have to incorporate giving back as well. Well said, James. How can people connect with you? Yeah, on social media, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, James Mansky, um, jamesmansky.com as well. We've got actually a conference coming up here in Omaha in June. And for any green industry, irrigation, all that stuff, we're going to be talking about business as well and just elevating yourselves to the next level. But I'd be happy to help. If anybody has questions, shoot me a DM or an email and uh, help you through whatever you're going through. Cool. Well, James, I appreciate the high value content that you continue to bring to our program. And uh, thank you for taking time out of your evening to, to be a guest on the Green Street Podcast again. Definitely, Paul. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. See ya. Well, guys, I hope this was encouraging to you as it is me. We share all the time on the show that iron sharpens iron. And it's good to be around people who will stretch us and who will challenge us and who will get up in our face. I have a friend who's a, a football coach. He uh, coaches linebackers and he's been a defense coordinator before. And he's just a scary fella. It's just you, you don't want to be out there and, you know, make a uh, uh, mistake. <laughs> they're going to chew you out, man. And, uh, you know, sometimes not that James chewed me out today, but the point is you, you want people in your life that know that you can do better, but actually call us forth to um, find that place where we actually reach our potential, where we actually accomplish what we're on this earth to accomplish. Like James was saying, we're not out at the bar getting drunk on a Wednesday night and, and watching the latest sports game that ain't going to matter 50 years from now or a hundred years from now, or even five years from now, probably isn't going to matter. And so many folks are out there wasting time, wasting our life. And so I'm trying to get it together. I don't know about y'all. I have some big goals. I think they call it BHAG, big, hairy, audacious goals. And what James encouraged me with today is to, you know, really get dialed in with those, write those on my mirror. I'm, I'm literally, um, go actually more, I think about it. I think I might have a dry erase mark around here somewhere. If not, I'm gonna get one tomorrow and I'm going to utilize that mirror in my bathroom. And, you know, I'm in the bathroom every morning 
you know, I in there in the evening and usually a couple times throughout the day. So it's like, that's four or five touches right there where I can refresh myself with the goals. And of course my vision board, um, I'm always looking at that. I'm telling you guys, I got my vision board. It's, it's jam packed. It's dialed in. I'm, I really like it. And uh, everything on it has a, a very important meaning to me. So anyway, I digress. I say all that to say thanks again for listening to today's show. As you guys can tell, this is something I'm really passionate about. Uh, we continuously need to, I think, adjust, pivot, pray, figure out what our goals need to be and then, and then get out there and achieve them and, and accomplish them. So if you guys enjoyed uh, listening today, I want to encourage you to uh, follow us on the YouTube. We actually have, uh, this was a live stream that James and I did. And if you follow us on the green industry podcast with Paul Jamison YouTube channel, smash that subscribe button over there and turn the bell on for notification. So when we go live in the future, uh, you can watch us and uh, get that video element. Uh, I think it's uh, pretty cool what we got going on over there. And uh, this was our third time. Three, uh, We did it on three Monday nights in a row uh, going live, James and myself over there on YouTube. So you can track with us on over there by uh, subscribing, turning the bell on for notification. And I got another YouTube channel, Paul Jamison Lawn Transformations. That's more entertainment. That's me out there with my buddy Jason Creole and Al Blades, man. We do this every day. I'm trying to go down to Florida, man, and, and make a video with my buddy Al. And uh, just having fun over there on, on Paul Jameson Lawn Transformations channel. So follow both my YouTube channels. One's um, educational, one's entertainment. So I used to kind of mix and match the two, and I realized, well, it's not to get... <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Producer. This is probably the worst close ever. But um, the, the, my, my point was with that, with YouTube or any content that we make, it's really good to know our audience. And so I, I just had a, a mixing, melting pot of an audience where it's like, am I an entertainer? Am I an educator? And I'm both. But I, I needed to separate the channels just so if you go to Green Street Podcast with Paul Jameson YouTube channel, you're going to get know your numbers. You're going to get practical business tips to help you take a business to the next level. If you go to Paul Jamison Lawn Transformations, you're going to see me falling down a hill trying to weed eat, just, just out there having fun. It's, it's, they're two separate um, things. One's entertainment, one's education. So maybe you want to follow both. Maybe you want to follow one. There you go. But I am on the YouTube. So I'd uh, love for you to uh, connect with us over there. And Mr. Producer, I will put those links in today's show notes as well. So thanks for listening, guys. And I hope to catch you over there on the YouTube and maybe even on the next episode of the Green Street Podcast. If you're on one of those podcasts and binge, enjoy the next episode. Thanks for listening, guys. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.